0: Welcome to Bible-believing Bible studies. My name is Brother Robert Rounds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to uh, hear this message that uh, I have for you, and I pray that's a blessing to you and a help to you. Amen. All right. So, uh, what I am going to do today is uh, I'm going to continue on uh, with the uh, the Romans series, the book of Romans. And we will look at Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 23. Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 23. And so, this here is the cause of condemnation, the cause of condemnation. So, go with me to Romans chapter 1, and let's read verses 18 to 23. Starting in verse 18, the King James Bible says this, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him for the creation, from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead So that they are without excuse. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And then verse 23. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things. So today, again, we're going to look at uh, what um, the cause of con- condemnation is. And uh, who the condemnation is is against. And why. Why. Okay, so the wrath of God is revealed against who and what? Look at verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. You know, the the publishers, revisers, um, of the of the uh, perversions. The publishers of the perversions. The revisers of God's word, right? Um. You know, even though, even though they hold the truth right in their hands, they still will not, um judge their sin as sin you know the the changing of God's word adding to God's word taking away from God's word they won't judge it as sin they won't confess it they continue to change it to justify Their sin. Now look at verse 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. You know some people say, well I'm an atheist, I just don't believe in God, I don't believe God exists. But let's read verse 19 again. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. So really and truly, my friends, there is no such thing as an Atheist. Everybody knows that God is real. Everybody knows that God exists because He has revealed Himself to man. They just say that they don't believe, they don't believe in God, they don't believe he exists, hoping that God will not interfere in their business. They they don't want to be subjected to the truth. They want the truth to be subjected to them. Now look at verse 20. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So, think about this. God is a trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Man is also a trinity, body, soul, and spirit. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. so the the invisible things that cannot be seen are explained by the things that can be seen another example the Sun the Sun is a type and picture of Christ it also has alpha beta and gamma rays the moon the moon is a type and picture of the body of Christ the church the moon doesn't have any light of itself so it reflects the light of the Sun a type and picture of Christ onto the earth we the body of Christ we don't have any light without Christ so we need to reflect the light of Christ into this dark sinful world. Amen? Now look at uh, Genesis 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man become a living soul. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, as I said, you know, man is a trinity, just like God is a trinity. But the problem is, for an unsaved person, their spirit is dead. They inherited that dead spirit from Adam after he ate of the tree. His spirit died that day. And he lost the image of God. Now, everyone after him is born with that dead spirit. Okay, they don't have the image of God. And so, they are two-thirds man. They're incomplete. But once a person gets saved, then they are complete in Christ. That spirit is made alive. It's quickened. Look at uh, Colossians chapter 2. And we'll start in verse 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men. After the rudiments of the world. And not after Christ. Now there's a lot of uh, traditions of men in the church today. Then. Verse 9. For in him. Christ. In him. Dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power amen Now, look at Job, Job 38, and we'll read verses 29 and 30. Of whose womb came the ice and the oily frost of heaven? Who hath gendered it? The waters are hid as with a stone in the face of the deep. Is frozen. Okay, now. Psalms 19. Psalms 19 verses 1 to 4. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor nor language where their voice is not heard. And then verse 4. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. You know, when um, when I was working as an armed security guard, at a navy base, part of my job was being what they called a rover, and so what I did was I drove around uh, to um, some outlying airfields. You know where you know if the if the planes. Or, or, helos, you know, they ran into some difficulty, you know, while flying around, you know, there were some outlying airfields where they could land if need be, right, and so I had to drive around sometimes to these outlying airfields, you know, and um, check doors, you know, at night, make sure they were locked, make sure everything was secured and whatnot. And, and um, for the two years that I worked in this job, and I loved it. By the way, it was it was quite fun. Um, but um, I worked a midnight shift. I worked graveyard shift. And, and um, so I would go to these outlying airfields, and you know. It's in a wide open area. They're in wide open areas because airfields, right? And so at night, you know, you could just stand out there in these airfields and look up at the stars and the moon, all of that up there, and you just know. You just know that God exists. You know that God created all those things. He spoke them all into existence. Praise God. Now. Let's go back to Romans 1. and let's read verse 21 because that when they knew God you see that because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So again, they're without excuse because they knew God. There is no excuse for anyone to be an atheist. All right, so they glorified him not as God. This is the first step of apostasy. All right we are to brag about god and to lift him up amen but you know sometimes the perversions they will change glorified to honored But did you know that you can honor God without glorifying Him? Look at Isaiah 29. Isaiah 29 and verse 13. Isaiah 29 verse 13 Wherefore the Lord said For as much as this people Draw near me with their mouth And with their lips do honor me But have removed their heart Far from me And their fear toward me is Taught by the precepts of men You see that? So you can honor God without glorifying Him. Okay? And then, neither were they thankful. Neither were they thankful to God. Okay? This is the second step. Look at Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. So, every breath that you take is a gift from God. You woke up this morning. God woke you up. Everything that you have it's from God. But yet, there are people that take God for granted. Let you and I be thankful to God for the blessings. Both the physical and the spiritual blessings that he gives to us. It's all about the Lord, my friends. Right? And then they became vain in their imaginations. Look at Genesis 6 verse 5, Genesis 6 verse 5, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil Continually. Now go to Genesis 11 verse 6. And the Lord said. Behold the people is one. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them. Which they have imagined to do. 2nd Corinthians 10 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5 this is our answer casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And then their foolish hearts were darkened. Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And let's read verse 10 as well. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So notice that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You know, one, one, um, one time I, I was um, I was on a ship, you know, in the navy, and. Um, there was something on my mind that that was just really, really bothering me, and uh, and so I went to uh, my friend, and um, I I've, I'd known this guy for a few years. He was my friend, you know, we would go out on liberty, you know, together and things like that. And um, I went to him And asked him for some advice And this is what he told me What does your heart say? Just follow your heart But the heart is deceitful above all things And desperately wicked and so, to give that kind of advice, right, that is not biblical advice. All right? We are to not follow our, our hearts. We are to lead our hearts. Amen? So, so then, you know, they professed to be wise, but became fools. So, let's see. Now, remember this, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. But let you and I, if we're going to be fools, let's be fools for Christ's sake. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 10. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. And remember that the foolishness of God is wiser than men. First Corinthians one twenty five. First Corinthians one twenty five. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Amen. And then they changed the glory of the uncorruptible God, incorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man. Look at uh, verses 21 to 23 in our text verses. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God; neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts, and creeping. Things. Now, the Bible talks about those that, you know, worship the sun. Uh, in uh, in India, they they believe that cows are sacred. You know, Catholics, all right, they, they make these uh, idols of, of stone and wood and all of that. You know, and when you confront them about it, some of them will say, well, you know, we don't worship those, you know, those are just visual aids. But, aren't we as Christians, aren't we to walk by faith and not by sight? You see, according to Hebrews 11 verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please Him, as that verse says. But Him refers to God. It's impossible to please God without faith. And how do you increase your faith? by the Word of God. Look at Romans chapter 10 and uh, let's start in verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed, and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things? But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Asia saith, Lord who hath believed our report? Okay, so notice that. Obeying the gospel is believing the gospel. Okay, it's not water baptism or anything else like that. And then verse 17. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So let's stay in God's book. The King James Bible. Let's read it. Let's study it. Amen. 2nd Timothy. I'll end it right here with this. 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So that is a commandment from God to study his word. That is not a suggestion. And then he tells us why to study. To show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Alright? right. So we are to be workmen, studying God's Word. You know, study, studying is self-work. One day, all of us, you know, some of us, if not all of us, will stand before God. And we'll give an account to him. And we'll be ashamed because we didn't study like we should have. All right. And then he tells us how to study, rightly dividing the word of truth. So if you can rightly divide, you can wrongly divide. You can under divide, you can over divide. But you have to rightly divide. Amen. All right. Go ahead and uh, stop right there. Thank you so very much uh, for being with me today. Uh, Thank you for your prayers for me and my family, with ministry. He's entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you.